Hello, welcome back to Podcast vs Player episode 72, I'm Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who got bit by a Nintendo console the other day, now he's got to have a Tetris jab, it's oh, only bloody down. Fucking hell, <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good game pun though, well done. <laughs> <laughs> you can add that in, that's fine. <laughs> you alright? I'm very well, thank you, how are you? All good, all good indeed. Fantastic, it's not Sunday though. It's not, it's Monday, we left it a little bit later than usual. Yeah. Oh well, closer to the next one. That's true, but no one cares, so Nobody it doesn't matter. Cares. Um, do you want some news? <laughs> yeah, I'll have some news, go on. <laughs> right, um, Crackdown 3 um, Destruction will be restricted to multiplayer. Uh, Microsoft has clarified that it's not the entirety of Crackdown 3 that will be available during summer 2016, as Dave Jones seemed to suggest. Instead, it's just multiplayer that will be playable in that window, according to a tweet. Whether that means a beta test or something else remains unclear, but according to Dave Jones, who revealed that the Destruction's reliance on being connected to the cloud means it's a multiplayer-only feature in the Xbox One game. Quote, Yes, Destruction is exclusive to the multiplayer mode, Jones said when asked in an IGN interview. You have to be online for multiplayer, and at that point, we connect to the cloud and really expand the experience. That means you won't be toppling buildings in the single-player mode, both because you aren't connected to the cloud and because it doesn't make sense within the contents of Crackdown. Quote, no, you can't destroy buildings in single player, and in some respects that goes against the grain of what Crackdown is, Jones said. You're meant to be saving the city, so we really wanted to create a new multiplayer experience to benefit that. So, A, nobody really understood why you could destroy stuff. Now you can. Still well, nobody cares. Only <laughs> online, though. Yeah. But I don't... Uh, okay. What? I don't... I, don't, I mean, I could... There'll be more information at a later date, but if it's not part of the single-player game, why put it in the multiplayer? Um, well, I, I don't know. Maybe if it's teams facing off each other and you know buildings are destroyed in the crossfire kind of thing. I guess so. But if it's all relying on the cloud and stuff, that means if if servers go down or somebody say the the hosts' internet's not as good as is that going to affect other people's destruction or? It's possibly. It's possible, even. <laughs> it's um, possibly. <laughs> yeah, but the, the the fact remains that if your internet's pretty shit anyway, or if you don't always have internet, then you can't really play it very well. Mm, or at least you can't play all the functionality. But I mean, I don't know. That's literally, that's literally all the information we've got on that. Uh, Basing mm. it off a tweet and a small, very brief interview. Yeah, well, again, it's... Revealing news, but it's, it's something that, again, we'll have to sort of leave till closer to the date. I'd say it's and more then, of a taster. It's, it's a very bitter taste, if that's the case. Yeah. It's a bit of a lemon drop. Ooh. It's tingling. Ooh, yes. It's a bit sour. <laughs> you know what's not sour, Dan? Uh, grapes? Deals. That don't well, <laughs> apart from sour grapes. Yeah, yeah. Sour grapes. <laughs> okay. Peaches. Peaches aren't sour. That's true. It's not peaches, though. It's oh. deals that do not concern us at all. Hooray! If you're American, it's pretty good. Is this a, some sort of uh, games, GameStop or Target kind of deal? Um, Best Buy. So Best Buy. Ne- neither of the two. <laughs> 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 but yeah, essentially, um, retailer Best Buy has announced a pretty nice back-to-school deal where you can save big on a new TV and an Xbox One. Beginning <laughs> this coming Sunday, August 9th. Before you laugh, Dan, this is really good. Okay. <laughs> Beginning this coming Sunday, um, August 9th, which is already gone, um, shoppers can pick up the Samsung 40-inch 1080p Smart HDTV and a new Xbox One together for just $500. That is very impressive. And it's pretty damn good. That is a good price. Um, as of right now, the TV sells for $430 and a new Xbox <laughs> One goes for $350, meaning you save around $280 through the limited time promotion, um, which ends on August the 15th. Well, I assume it's a back-to-school offer because your kids are going back to school, go and buy yourself an Xbox One or a new TV so you can enjoy yourself. I'm pretty sure it's aiming it at students. Well, if that's the case, you're going back to school, here, have a games console and a new TV to play it on that will distract you from all your studies. Well, back to school could be college and uni kids as well who who should actually be studying. Yeah, they should be studying harder. Yeah than kids at school so really it should be when you get out of school for the summer holidays it's just like out of school deals where it's just like you're out of school don't play outside 
play on this new Xbox One. Here you go. Yeah. We know you haven't got much time to play games anymore, so here's <laughs> <laughs> an incentive. Jeez, all that pesky studying. Sky. <laughs> But no, nonetheless, it's a pretty good deal. It is a very good deal. I mean, even if you're just thinking about upgrading your TV, you can basically get a free Xbox One with it. Well, if, if the TV sells for 430 Yeah, that means, what, $70? That's like 40, mm. 55 quid or something. Mm. So, yeah, I'd, I would I would happily pay £55 for an Xbox One. I would be happy to do that. Yeah, with a TV. <laughs> Not on its own. <laughs> well, my TV's already better than that one, so... I don't really need. I, I could have another one for a monitor, I guess, and just mount it in my room. Maybe. Exactly. Bug. I mean, I'd, I'd have it. I'd have it in the in the bathroom. Yeah, but then you know, I'm also not living in America, and I'm not going to pay to have one imported either. So. Yeah, it doesn't concern us. I just thought it was it was good news. It's a very Americans. good deal. Yeah, well done, America. That's a, that's a hell of a deal. England follows suit very soon. Um, bad news. I thought I'd, I'd soften the blow. Oh. Um, do you remember Tech Beaver, Dan? Um, wasn't that some really shitty website that I yeah, remember seeing a while ago? Um, yeah. You know, that, that shit thing we, we started. Oh, God, um, yeah, that's right. Oh, God. <laughs> I repressed it. Hey, that was our stepping stone, young man. <laughs> it's a stepping pebble. Hi, blood critics. <laughs> <laughs> you put the money on the wrong horse there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we started a thing called the Uncharted Saviour League. Yeah, we did. And it kind of worked. Um, well, when the initial kind of rumours and, you know, kind of the, the rumour machine just working overtime, that there was actually going to be an Uncharted film, and it was going to be Mark Wahlberg who was going to play Nathan Drake, yeah. we were like, nope, nope, not at all, we're not, we're not happy with that. We don't want to film out of it, it's a brilliant game, it's a great, great uh, game franchise, and we want to see more of them, however, movies kill game franchises. Yeah. Not all the time, but most of the time. 98% of the time. <laughs> Yeah, so don't make a movie, for God's sake. But, they have. Yeah. Sony's upcoming movie based on Naughty Dog's acclaimed action-adventure series Uncharted has been given a new release date. The movie was previously rumoured to debut in 2016, but Sony announced this week, via Variety, that the film is now scheduled to hit theatres on June 30th, 2017. The movie was first announced way back in 2009, Tech only for it to be repeatedly fall apart. It's had a number of directors, including David O. Russell, Neil Berger, and Seth Gordon, um, who all subsequently dropped out. Actors mentioned as possibilities have included Mark Wahlberg, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesky, what? Amy Adams, and Scarlett Johansson. Joe Pesci? He's like 60. Yeah, well, he'd probably play Sully, wouldn't he? But he, he doesn't sound or look anything like Sully would. No. Um, Chris Pratt is among those to pass on the role of Nathan Drake, while Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg uh, famously passed on the chance to write the movie. It's just going to be Indiana Jones, Goldberg's M2013. If we could figure out a way to make it not Indiana Jones, it would be awesome. Hmm. But as we said back in 2009, Uncharted is a, it's a cinematic game. Yeah. If you turn it into a film, it is Indiana Jones. Hmm. Which it is. <laughs> it's already I mean, Indiana Jones. Yeah, I mean the cutscenes. I mean the, the the level design. Everything. It's it's you know it's a guy finding treasure. That's yeah. you know that's Lara Croft's game. That's Indiana Jones game. Yeah. And you know the only sort of thing that takes you away from that is shooting people and platforming. And shooting people, they could obviously do a bunch of, and it would be really entertaining. Platforming, however, other than just sort of people scaling up buildings. And like you, you know, like when in like Uncharted Three, like when you're all you know, kind of like Tomb Raider and stuff, when you're like climbing and stuff is breaking off beneath you, and it's like a desperate struggle to yeah. get to the top, kind of thing. If they could sort of replicate that kind of feeling from it, where it's just like shit, he needs to get up there now, otherwise he's going to fall off and die. Or then he slips and then catches something, and you're like, oh Christ! Like the amount of times I've done that on Uncharted. Yeah, but that, that's you controlling him. But that's it, yeah, that's the thing. It's a very thematic experience because it all looks so good and it is so seamless sort of transitioning between cutscenes and what you're actually doing. When you're just watching it, you know, can they really get that sort of, that sense of grip, you know, just draw you into it? I'd like to think so because, you know, who would have said that, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy would have been a good film and yet they fucking knocked it out of the park. Yeah, but that's, that's completely different though. That's taking essentially a script... Well, it's taking it's taking its source material from a picture book. Yeah, with words. So, but that's the thing. It's the writing behind it. You know, yeah. that's what makes them interesting. And it's the writing behind 
Nathan Drake and Sully and um, what's her name? Uh, Eleanor? Chloe, Elena. Um, Elena, that's it, yeah. Like the, the writing and the character for them, like they've got so much chemistry between them. Mm. The only way for me, in my mind, that it would work would be to get the exact actors and voice artists who did the game and put them in the film. Yeah. Which ain't gonna happen. Because (laughs) if it's anybody else, you're not gonna see all those people. It's gonna be someone totally different. It's gonna be Michelle Rodriguez and some random person and they're just gonna be shoehorned in because they're big names. They're gonna get superpowers halfway through and... You know, Sully's going to be a big, giant samurai robot. And <laughs> <laughs> not everything is the Wolverines. Oh. Okay, calm down. <laughs> but no, it's not going to work, because the reason Uncharted works is because it's a game, and it's a very good game, but it's it's also an experience, because you are essentially playing out what happens. Obviously, it's all scripted. All the action events are all scripted, and there's a lot of quick time, etc., but you control what happens. It's like if they made Heavy Rain into a film. There'd be no emotion yeah. behind it. Well, I mean, with Heavy Rain, though, there's a lot of different story arcs, and you're under, you're controlling a lot of different people's input into the actual mm. story. So I don't think that's something that would translate to a film particularly well. But with Uncharted, it's still, at the end of the day, it is just start here, kill people, jump up some stuff, get to the end, level complete. Yeah. And... I don't think that that would be as hard as something like Heavy Rain to actually no. turn into a film. They could, they could turn. Well, they're making a Pez film. You know the sweet dispensers? What? They're making a Pez film. Oh, they're Jesus making Christ. a Play-Doh film. So, all these Just things, because Lego did it? Yeah. It's, there's no reason. There's literally no reason behind it. And yeah. they were even making... And I shit you not, Dan. You know the little faces you send on your text messages? What, the emojis? Yeah. What? An emoji film. <laughs> what? Funnily enough, Sony is making an emoji film. What? That doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> well, Battleships also didn't make any sense. It made a shitload more sense than emojis. <laughs> I think most things do. You could have toilet roll, and that would, you know, like a cartoon character that's on the front of the toilet roll. Yeah. Make a movie out of him, why not? Because yeah. clearly we haven't got any other ideas. And there was actually a very high bidding war for this emoji film. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right, well, that's annoyed me. Fantastic. Um, But anyway, Uncharted could actually be the Indiana Jones film we actually wanted. Yeah, that... That, that's actually probably not a bad way of looking at it, to say, you know, there was three Indiana Jones films and then there was a failure of an Indiana Jones film. Yeah. However, this is basically going to be that sort of action, adventure, leaping from cars and climbing up rocks and fighting, not Nazis, but, you know, other treasure hunters. <laughs> you know, it, it could Pirates. be that sort of... Uh, I don't know, it depends on what, what sort of angle they go There's from. There's pirates in the third one, aren't they? Um, I don't know, it's been so bloody long since I've played it. Yeah, it's definitely Pirates in the third one. Yeah. But either way, it's... Because, like, Tomb Raider's basically the same thing. It was just like, it's Lara Croft, you know who she is. She's got the butler. She's after a specific artefact, but there's other people who are also after this artefact. And then, you know... I think the Tomb Raider film would have worked better had they... Obviously, the reboot wasn't around at the time, but had they done it like the reboot... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So made made it younger. Yeah, so she wasn't as uh, established as... Because, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. She started as an established character, but she was only established because of the games. But yeah. she was already established in the games, apart from the new one, which sort of is, you know, the the, the creation of the Lara Croft we all know. Um, and yet, you know, sort of Angelina Jolie is just kind of thrown in as a, someone that you're already supposed to know who she is, what she does. I mean, a lot of people have played Tomb Raider. I'd say most people probably know about it, but maybe yeah. not have played it. Um, but, you know, because, I mean, the, the games up until the new one, we're all right. I mean, they were certainly, you know, groundbreaking in their own sense at the time. Mm. Who but did, after who Tomb Raider three? Turn and walk. <laughs> well, that was the standard at the time. <laughs> yeah. though. you just got to deal with it. It worked well at the time. Yeah, but you know, after Tomb Raider three, um, I don't know. There was, there was one where you could like ride a motorbike in like Tokyo along rooftops in this like dress or something was like it that. Something of darkness. No, it wasn't that one, because that was like with an evil clone or something, or like oh, a yeah, demon. Was, yeah. um, I can't remember which one it was, but that one was awesome. I really, really liked that one. It just looked really good. I think it was on the, the original Xbox, or it might have been very early 360. Uh, PS2, I believe. Yeah, so it would have been Xbox. Xbox, yeah. But that that was just a great game, and it was just a lot of fun. For me, it was, anyway. 
But since that point, like none of the other Tomb Raider games have really done anything, except for obviously the reboot, and then just like, wow, this is the this is Tomb Raider, this is what you want to play. And if again, they'd have done that with the child. film. For, for the most part it is, yeah. But that's the thing though, as soon as a game like Uncharted comes along, anything that's in a similar genre will be always held mm. up against it. And all they can do is just borrow the best elements from it, which they did. I mean, to be fair, I mean, Uncharted borrowed a lot of stuff from Tomb Raider. And, um, what, the new one? No, Uncharted. Oh, from the from the sort of original. Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, that's, you know, platforming and so jumping and puzzle solving and stuff. You know, that's kind of Tomb Raider's bag. Mm. But Uncharted came, did it better. Tomb Raiders came along. Personally, I think I think the the last Tomb Raider game, like the reboot, was better than Uncharted Three. But I I loved it. I I'm so every time it pops up on Steam on some kind of sale, I do want to rebuy it mm. because it is just a really fun game. Yeah, I was pretty tempted to get it for the the remaster for PS4. I didn't mm. in the end. I probably will at some point. Well, you'll you'll be getting the new one but, soon anyway. Yeah, I mean so. the new one's out later this year. Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather see um, a rebooted. A Tomb Raider film than an Uncharted film. I think that, that there's more scope and there's more there's more stuff you could do with a Lara Croft film because I don't think you're quite as restricted. You know, she's not known for being sort of funny and snappy and witty, and you know, she's known for kicking ass, finding treasure, climbing rocks, and diving off things into you know concrete. Um, but Uncharted, it's it's got such a powerful and interesting story behind it. You know, everyone's just the way that they talk to each other, and you know, you're in the middle of a firefight, and they're still just you know, shouting one-liners at each other and stuff. It, there's just so much of that that I just don't think you could really just sort of copy and paste and put into a film because it's each one is its own thing. That you'd have to make it its own story. Yeah. And the only way to do a new Uncharted story is to get the people who write Uncharted and get them to write it. I mean, there's no reason why they couldn't unless they won't. Um, I don't know. If they said no, we're we, we make games, thanks very much. We're game writers. We've got a lot more freedom with it, and we're going to do it, and we do it bloody well. Mm. But if they say, what about if they said though, we're going to cancel Uncharted Five? So we've already written it. You know, obviously they haven't finished Four yet. But if they, you know, said we've we've already got the script for Five, we've you know everyone's liking it. We've made all the final drafts. However, we're cancelling Uncharted Five, and we're just going to make a film from Uncharted Five. Well, like a CGI. No, no, it was in like a live action. Oh, no. Well, that, that it's everything that was prepared for the game, and they just said, we won't make a game out of this one, we'll just literally just put it straight onto the big screen, we- and we'll, we'll have a massive budget, and everything will look amazing, because obviously it's all shot in real time, and um, you know it's all real locations and stuff, and things are blowing up, and you know you, you get the casting right, that's the issue, you know, make sure the voice acting's right, the chemistry's right, that would work. I, I think CGI would be the way to go. Um, maybe because then you could have the actual cast and no one would have any reason to moan yeah well to be fair it doesn't matter what you do people are going to moan anyway yeah but I, I honestly think a lot less people moan about a CGI Uncharted film than a live action yeah I don't know why I I, st- I think of it as a, a film. It's, it's, it's a cinematic experience. Yeah. That you control. And I love it. Anyway, speaking of films, this isn't, wasn't going to be part of the news. Um, they're making a more, another Mortal Kombat film. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you did a good web series. Focus on the web series. Yeah. <laughs> so, after all the good that the the uh, web series has done in making people forget about the Mortal Kombat films and then <laughs> the last two Mortal Kombat games that made up for the shit tip that was DC versus Mortal Kombat and yeah. like Mortal Kombat 9 was dead good Mortal Kombat 10 is amazing now they're making a film <laughs> yay <laughs> I don't know, I mean, it was all 90s cliche, and obviously they've got, you know, way more power behind them now. I will go, not even out on a limb, I will stand proud and say, at least the first Mortal Kombat film was better than Street Fighter film. Oh, I, yeah, I don't think that goes without saying, but that's not saying this piece of shit is better than this piece of hey, shit. I actually enjoyed the first Mortal Kombat film when I was younger. Oh god, it was terrible, it was cheesy, it was poorly choreographed. 
if you did it now with like some of the you know kind of you know the, the choreography that you get in like martial arts films now it, it's it's incredible it is but do you think I mean I don't know I'm not I'm not a ninja do you think you could get what? somebody no d- don't be modest now come on oh right. with me being a ninja <laughs> do you think it'd be actually doable to get somebody as big as Scorpion and Sub-Zero in the games who could do all these jumps and flips and shit well probably not but I mean you know if you get like an MMA fighter or something they are ripped well um, I was watching I mean I, I do like MMA um, and I was actually watching a fight um, a few months ago and uh, it was actually um, oh, I can't remember his name at all but he's actually the world's strongest man and he's fucking huge and, I'm, and I say huge I mean he's like six buses mm. he was massive and then uh, this guy he was pretty he was a lot faster than anyone expected him to be he was fucking rapid and he literally hit the guy once and he just got KO'd him in one punch <laughs> but this other guy was like dancing around and like like ducking and weaving and stuff and like jabbing but like he wasn't close enough and then this uh, this fucking like the world's strongest man um, or in whatever country he was from he's literally just nailed him but it was so fast nobody saw it it was ridiculous but he was massive he was like he was taller than you easily yeah and he was like like ten of you wide by the way Dan is really tall <laughs> well, I'm not really tall you're pretty tall then. <laughs> well, no, six foot eight is really tall. Okay, you're taller than most people. Me, yeah, that'll do. Six foot seven. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, they're making a more combat film. Yeah. Speaking of films, big news for today. Shitastic Four. Yeah. Um, Fantastic Four um, reboot um, came out. Um, is it actually out yet? Yeah, 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 pretty sure. Yeah, it came out weekend. Hmm. Oh, it is. I, I wrote it down. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's out. Um, unfortunately, it was leaked. All the reviews were leaked a few hmm. days early, and not one of them was good. Um, bit of a reflection on that, Dan. Um, do you want to have hazard a guess how much it made opening weekend? Eleven million dollars. Eleven point three. Yep. Do you know how much it cost to make? 60, 70 million? 120. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> well, this is just an opening weekend, though. That doesn't, you know, they won't take into account the merchandising and, you know, DVD sales and Blu ray sales and that sort of stuff. So that's still that's still to come. But this was. See, I thought this, Dan. But then I've sat and. When I was, when I was sort of preparing the podcast, I was thinking, all the reviews leaked early and they were all abysmal. Mm. Not one good review. Um, yet people still went to see it. Not in the flocks. Eleven point three million is not a lot at no all. Trickles, yeah. Um, so who's going to see it after the people who, even though the reviews were bad, that's not going to go and watch it. Who's going to go well, and watch it after those people? Well, I, I'm still going to watch it, and it's not because I'm going to go. Oh, well, I know it's going to be terrible, so I can just rip on it with everybody else. It's just well, no, that's that's a lot of people's opinion, but. That's not necessarily meaning that I'm going to hate it. I might think it's... I'd say, well, it's better than the first two. It's not as good as the Avengers. It's not as good as Iron Man, or Thor, or Captain America, or the Winter Soldier, or Batman, or, you know, every other comic book movie ever. But, <laughs> you know, Green Lantern was, like, the, the lowest-grossing comic book film of recent years. It was, like, his opening weekend was, like, 35 million. That was the lowest-grossing up until this came out. That should say something. And you know how much... Everyone hates the Green Lantern film. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, this um, that eleven point three million includes two point seven millions worth of sneaks as well. Of what? Like what they were paid for people to show bits of the film. Right. So that's not a lot at all, and I'm pretty sure Green Lantern made more than that. Well, yeah. Mm. Um, for the record, the original uh, Fantastic Four opened with fifty-six million. Oh, that stings! Yeah. 
But you know, this this only um, reiterates our PvP always motto: don't judge a trailer by its trailer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like the the, the trailer is not indicative of the final finished product. That's exactly. Trailers what it look was. great. We, we love the trailer. I was really looking forward to it, and I, in in a way, I still am. I still want to look at it. I still, I still stand by it. the the trailer. Looks amazing. Hmm. It, it really does. Um, little bit more trivia though, Dan. Okay. So Fantastic Four opened with eleven point three million. The original Fantastic Four opened with fifty six million. Batman Begins, forty-eight. Yeah, no, I, I, I did read something about this uh, a while ago. It was, yeah, it was surprising as to although it was obviously incredibly well received and it you know paved the way for the rest of the films. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it wasn't. It, I just don't think people expected it to be good. Well, I mean, in 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 its defence, that was it, it was forty-eight million opening and then. Um, from I think it'll be over three days, so it'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm. seventy-two. So it's still boosted it up. Yeah, but I mean, with the power of the internet, as you know, growing exponentially as it always will. As soon as someone comes out and says, you know, someone who's in the public eye say and says this film's shit, it immediately spreads. It's like yeah. wildfire, which is obviously what's happened with the Fantastic Four. You know, the sort of the big reviewers have come out and said it's awful. It doesn't make any sense. You've had two directors that have sort of chopped and put in different things, and you know, from scene to scene, people just look different, and you know, it's a complete mess, basically. Yeah. Then that is just everyone's going to hear that and just go, "Fair enough. I'm not going to go and watch it." Well, I um, a lot of people have complained about them changing Johnny Storm from white to black. Yeah. Um, because he wasn't white, he wasn't black in the first two films. Well, yeah. I, I had this conversation with someone at work today. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's it's nothing to do with. Not only that though, even if it was the the next one in a trilogy, even though it's not, it's got nothing to do with the first two films. No, even if it was, don't matter. It's just an actor. Makes no well, yeah, makes no odds at the end of the day. No, I. Th- this is something that really annoys me as well. It, it's when someone. It's like when people were saying that, you know, oh, um, you know, they're thinking of making the next James Bond black. Mm. And I was like, well, don't make any, don't make James Bond, you know, don't cast a black actor um, as James Bond simply for the fact of, shit, we've had like 25 films and, you know, they've always been white guys. Yeah. You know, we need to sort of un-PC this and, you know, sort of open it up and, you know, get different ethnicities and stuff in. Like, that's irrelevant. Yeah. It's who can best play the part. Yeah. No point getting Snoop Dogg to be fucking James. No, it's it's not. Oh well, you're you know we're we're going to be you know all modern and blah blah blah. Therefore, we we just found the first black guy we could that could read lines, (laughs) and we just cast him. Like companies like this that build these franchises, they make sure that whoever it is that they get is the best for the best for the part. And you know, ninety percent of the time they nail it. Yeah. But you know, that's not to say that they're they're saying. Oh, this guy—he's got a great, you know, great film history behind him. He's done loads of stuff. He dabbles in writing and stuff like that. Ah, oh, he's black. Oh, no, yeah, we can't cast him. No. Like, no one should be working like that. No one. No. So to open it up and say, yeah, we're, we're going to have a, a black Johnny Storm. That. So so what? Yeah. Who cares? He's like, I mean, he's black in the comics. Well, that's yeah, that's true for a start. Um, but it, it's just like. Well, even if he wasn't it's like when Samuel L. Jackson would have just rocked up to his audition for Nick Fury yeah and they'd have been like yeah Samuel L. Jackson yeah he's got a, you know he's been in hundreds of films you know some amazing films some you know cult icons some are really shit but they're still you know they get the piss take out, take, taken out of them and stuff but he's black so he can't have him yeah <laughs> they went no he's, he's an amazing actor yeah, you know he's he's got some dodgy films that he's done, but you know I'm sure a lot of ninety odd percent of actors and actresses have got dodgy films. Absolutely, yeah. Who so, but yeah, that that's the thing. It doesn't make any difference what race or gender you are. Mm. If you're the best person to play that role in that film, then go for it. Yeah, and they they should cast them, and they shouldn't have these kind of discriminatory prejudices or you know this kind of predetermined unless they're working from something that says. This is the race of this person. This is the gender of this person. Like you, if you um, like switch Batman to Batwoman, that yeah. would just confuse people. And then yeah. it's just like, well, that's that's not the character, though, is it? So 
you know that that's a major change but you know race and things like that you know a black batman would that be such a bad thing no would it, you know is it still an interesting character of course it is well originally um way one of the wayland you know the wayland brothers from uh, white chicks and oh well, yeah yeah one of those was uh, meant to play robin <laughs> Yeah, black Robin. What? Yeah, but what's the problem with that? I haven't got a problem with that. I've just got a problem with who it was. Oh yeah, but that's the thing. It's not just because oh this person's a certain race or this person's no. a certain gender and they're popular at the moment. Therefore, we'll just alter the scripts and change everyone. You know, and no one will understand as to why all of a sudden they're you know um, African or Eng- you know whatever. It doesn't yeah. make any difference. It's whether it works in the film. Yeah. If it doesn't, and you're just doing it just to you know tick off boxes. Yeah. Well, then what's the point? Yeah. You know, that was literally if anything, you're be... just making it worse. We, look, we've got a black Robin. That's literally yeah, what it how, would have been. Look not, how cool and PC we are. Not, this is the right character, the, the right actor for the role. Well, that's it. I mean, you know, like Dick Grayson. Yeah. He's been written in as white, but does he need to be? No. Hmm. Just happens to be. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think there's any issue with having, um, you know, a younger cast or a uh, cast of... I mean, the, the guy who was... Um, what's his name? Jamie Bell. Um, you know, Billy Elliot yeah. from years and years ago. Um, I don't think he's good as... Um, what's his name? Uh, Chiglis. Michael Chiglis, is it? Yeah, yeah. He just had a thing look, you know, about him. But, you know, Jamie Bell goes from this sort of... You know, he's pretty he's pretty big now, but he's certainly not big sort enough. of Chris Evans big. You know, he's not Chris Hemsworth no. big. That's That's big, you know. But he's not that big, so then to turn into like this eight foot, you know, five foot wide rock monster, just seems a little bit far fetched. Yeah. Whereas Michael Chiglis was, he was a pretty big guy, and then it was just sort of, it was just him wearing a suit. Plus he had the voice. Yeah, he had the he had the voice as well. Jimmy Bell hasn't means got the, the voice to pull off the thing. No. So I, I, that, but that's the thing though. That's not because he's he's white or whatever. It's just because I don't think that he was necessarily. The best fit for that role. He's, I just don't think he's not he was. believable. Ironically, though, the thing does look to be the best part. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like in all the trailers and stuff, like he looked amazing. Yeah. I couldn't wait to see what he'd actually look like because obviously, no matter what he looked like, he would certainly look better than the thing from the first two films. Yeah. But to then say, oh, the whole film bullshit, then it's just like, oh god. Well, apparently, I'm still going to watch it because I need to. I mean, but... yeah, this is all basically not speculation because this is what we have been told. Um, but I mean, I, I'm still going to watch. I'm still looking forward to going to see it because I'm curious now. Whereas well, I, I was draw your own conclusions from it. Now I'm not. But well, well, that's the thing though. It's just like never get your hopes up just off a trailer. We can absolutely jizz our pants over Deadpool and Dawn of Justice as mm. much as we want to, but the fact is, there's nothing to stop it from that film being terrible. In all honesty, if Deadpool turns out to be bad, we've got. The leak trailer to keep watching, the teaser trailer to keep watching, and the actual trailer to keep watching. <laughs> yeah. We just watch them on repeat. Just say, "Oh, yeah. this is this is the movie right here. This this forty seconds. That's it." I actually watched the Red Band trailer again today, and, and I've literally watched it pretty much every day. I've watched it a bunch of times. And the same as the Star Wars one, and like Battlefront yeah. as well. But I'll just oh, keep going back and watching it. Watching. Um, I and I've got really high hopes for Deadpool. But like I say, I honestly, if it turns out to be shit, I'm going to be really disappointed. But I'm still happy with the trailers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, they if you're just happy it. with trailers, then you could just watch all the fan-made trailers all day long and you'd nah, be they're buzzing off your tits. <laughs> they're all shit. Plus, some, actually, somebody's actually patched together all the cutscenes from the game. Oh, for... So we've got that to fall back on. <laughs> Brilliant. Or we can just play the game. Or we can play the game. And have a much better time with it. Um, or we could do some garage mod. We'll just make our own. <laughs> yeah, we've got a couple of years for it to <laughs> pe- like piece it all together with those weird puppets. Yeah, so we'll get we'll get Fox to do it. They've got a good job at patching shit together. Yeah, well, apparently not. Well, not so good, really. Mm. It's quite. So, I mean, good, there are. Though. So th- there's a lot of. Um, I mean, that's the thing. You know, obviously, everyone's going. Oh, it's just awful. And but but I I don't know how much of that is now just jumping on the bandwagon to say. Everyone else has said it's awful, therefore I'm going to go in thinking it's awful. I'm going to see everything that's wrong with it, and therefore I also think it's awful as well. Um, the, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that people are completely aware of the fact that you know there's, there's been two directors and a lot of shit's happened behind the scenes on this film. And they have basically had to film two separate parts yeah. and then patch it together. 
So, I mean, it, it's if I watch it knowing all this, and it's actually bearable, it's a fucking miracle they managed to even pull it off yeah. to release it. I, I mean, I still think they should have just come out and said, right, we know people have been looking... Because people have been looking forward to it. Yeah. And they have. just said, like, we know everyone's been looking forward to it, but we're going to have to push... We're gonna to have to push the release back. The release date. Yeah, another back. Y- a year or something. Yeah. Um, it'll be out mid 2016. Because we've got the first half of the film. We just need to finish the second. Yeah. Or we're just gonna do it from scratch. Whatever. But it's not coming out next week, as promised. Yeah. And then because now we've had three, four if you include that one that actually never came out, but it's been released. Like what, from like the 1990s? Yeah, no, well, no, yeah. before that, like, it's like 1980 something. Is it? Yeah, right. it's really, really old. So, but three, maybe four, really shit Fantastic Four films. The next one that comes out, because there'll be another one, mm. nobody's going to be interested. Yeah, it's, it's already just like, well... They, they've, yeah. killed, they've killed the Fantastic Four, and yeah. all they'll have left to do is sell it back to Marvel. Well... I think that's what a lot of people are pushing for now. Yeah. They've said, look, Fox, you've got the, the rights to all these characters. You know, you've made five Spider-Man films. You've had one or two of them that have been all right. Now you're going to lend it back to Marvel. And then Marvel are going to put him in Civil War. And it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. And people are going to be like, give it, give it back. You don't know what you're doing with it. They, you know, it's not even his film, but he's just in it, and they managed to nail it. This is my assumption, anyway, yeah. because it's not going to be focused on him, but he's going to be in it, and he's like, his fighting's going to be awesome, the web swinging, the character, the actual humor, and everything like that. I think they'll nail it down, and then it'll go back to Fox, and they'll make another bullshit, amazing Spider-Man film so, with Rhino so and whatever. Um, yeah, sorry, yeah, um, and then uh, they'll say, give it back to Marvel. Yeah. They know what they're doing yeah. with it. And then the, it's going to be the same thing with the Fantastic Four. They're going to say, you've had three films, you can't do it. Marvel, everything they're releasing is fucking gold. These are Marvel characters, give them back, you don't know what you're doing with it. I mean, don't get me wrong, they've they had a few hiccups like Iron Man 3. Um, but I, I personally don't like either of the Thor films. But... Um, I, that's, that's the weird thing, though. It's just sort of like... Uh, Iron Man 1 is amazing. Yeah. Um, Iron Man 2 was a bit of a miss but it was more setting up for the events of the Avengers really yeah. um, and then Iron Man 3 as it was didn't really need to exist no. I mean it was perfectly watchable it was fine I mean the, you know the effects that were, that were in it were good that stupid kid should not have been <laughs> in there though that was that was completely unnecessary he didn't need that he didn't need to keep having panic attacks every 20 minutes um, but you know the whole like assault on Killian's base where he's like he's lost his Iron Man suit and he has to improvise and like you know, fixes everything together in like the back of a fan, yeah. and you know, assaults a thing, and you know, he's got like tasers that made it into gloves and stuff. I love all that. That's brilliant. Mm. That shows him as a genius. And then you know, the Killian with the, the whole extremist thing, that would have worked. But it was just those sort of things that were just shoehorned in around it that just kind of went. Yeah. Mm, that's not. That's not brilliant. Whereas you know, the first one, it was just it was him in a cave making Iron Man. Yeah. He flew out of the cave. He came back. He made the proper Iron Man. Started solving, you know, some issues in the Middle East. Then his his mate betrayed him, tried to kill him off, and he comes back and kills him. Hmm. It's very simple, very straightforward, but it's all focused around him. Yeah. And yet, when there's all these other sort of people that started getting pushed in and shoehorned in, it's like, you know, here's Pepper and Killian, and then here's this other doctor that is someone that he fucked a couple of years <laughs> ago. And then Happy's in a coma, and then there's all these extremist army guys that are all getting their own little weird stories, and then there's this kid that comes in, and oh, it, it's there's just too many people in it, and it just needs to be focused just on that same Tony Stark, just him and his mischievous bullshit. Oh, to be fair, all they needed was him in Mandarin. That's all it needed. It, it just needed the fucking Mandarin, yeah. yeah. The actual Mandarin. Don't they bullshit around. Yeah, but, that, that, was a, that was a poor move, that was. But, even still... It was much better than Greenland and Fantastic Four. Fantastic <laughs> yeah. Four rises to the surface. Apparently, it is Fantastic Four all put together. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, even their poor films are still better than most films. <laughs> yeah, most of the other ones that are out there. So, I, I hope. To be fair, looking at Apocalypse, I want them to sell the fucking rights to X Men as well. Well, it's not Apocalypse, Callum. It's not Apocalypse. It's Ivan Ooze. 
It's not Apocalypse. Five that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Unless that's it's just a mocap suit that he's in, or it's a form that he takes that's not his giant big grey one for some reason because it costs too much to CGI. It maybe I don't know. That cannot be his normal standard. No, I don't. I don't know. I'm making excuses <laughs> for them. Don't. But if you're going to release a shot of your film and say this is X Men Apocalypse, look at this. It needs to be Apocalypse, about twenty feet tall, crushing someone's face. Yeah. Then you're just like, oh, Christ, he looks fucking terrifying. You know what's really weird about that, Dan? As I just looked over, and I got on my Marvel canvas, there is an Uncanny X-Men cover where Apocalypse is crushing Cyclops' face. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and he's got rogue by the hair. Yeah, well, that's it. That's that's the sort of thing you want. He's just, he's, you know, the, the perfect mutant, really. You know, he's complete control. He's got every power that he wants. Yeah. So you can't just have him in a bit of a purple suit and slap a bit of blue face paint on him. Basically, it's like Ivan Ooze and the Ice King from Adventure Time had a baby. Yeah, it, it's not good, but that's still just a still... It means nothing at this point. Again, it doesn't mean anything. It's based on aesthetics. He might look shit, but he, he might play the part really well, and they might pull it, it could off. be. It could be. I mean, I, I wouldn't have called James Spader as being Ultron. Because, I mean, he's a, he's a very sort of dominating mm. presence in a, in a show or a film, James Spader. But just his voice, and it's just the charisma, and just the oh, it's just oozing out of him. It's fucking some, beautiful. Some people didn't like it though. See, I, I absolutely, I loved think it. it was really good. I think he did an amazing job. Yeah, but yeah. There's a lot of people that didn't. So it just goes to. I well, mean, that's their opinion. That's absolutely fine. Fantastic Four. Uh, it's in cinemas now. Uh, you can go see it. You can love it. You can like it. You can hate it. You can. Yeah, it was all right. Whatever. Yeah. Your choice. Don't let anyone else tell you different. Absolutely. And certainly don't let a trailer tell you that it's going to be good. Yeah. Unless it's That's the lesson. Here ended the lesson. <laughs> um, speaking of lessons, would you care to teach us what's coming up on the channel? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> because I've, I've got something that I need to raise with you. Oh, uh, for sure. Go, go for it, young man. Um, you lied to me. <gasps> Did I? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you haven't rectified this. No Man's Sky. One of the one of the only things that was possibly teetering me on the edge of actually picking up a PS4 when the price was right when No Man's Sky came out. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the PC as well. Not yet. It's not out yet. I thought it was coming out on PS4 first, and then PC later. Well, either way... We said this from the start. It's... PlayStation 4 console exclusive. Oh, well, that's fun. That's been said um, from the very beginning. <laughs> well, no, because that was the that was the thing. I was always on the edge of oh, well, yeah, because yeah, there's, there's never, PlayStation been, there's never been a PC release date. Well, you never told me that it was going to be on the PC, so I blame you entirely. No, you you have hands and eyes and the internet. <laughs> that's your job. <laughs> You come in every week and you tell me what's been going on and what I should be looking out for. You do that for me, you do that for everyone who listens to this. That's your job. Okay, for for everyone listening. So so for you, Dan, <laughs> I apologise for, well for not speaking more coherently that No Man's Sky is a PS4 console exclusive. Well done. Okay, that's fine, I forgive you. Thank you. So... Yeah, for the foreseeable future, I will not be getting a PlayStation 4. I'll be getting No Man's Sky for the PC. Thank you very it's much. It's No Man's Sky Pocket Edition for PC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all in 8-bit graphics, yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, speaking of that, um, the uh, first uh, actual in-game trailers for the beta for um, if, uh, Elite Dangerous uh, Close Quarters Combat have been released, and it looks amazing. Um, that's for the Xbox One, the beta is. Mm. Um, but it's... Because obviously Elite Dangerous is, you know, you're flying around in space basically shooting at ships and stuff. Um, and it, the only time you really come into contact with any kind of structure is when you're coming into space, uh, like a space station, to land on it. Um, but this is going to be flying around like the interiors of ships, kind of like, you know, Millennium Falcon style. So you're chasing down people and shooting them inside of buildings. And with the sensitivity and the control that you have over the ship, I if, if it's available for the PC as well, oh man, I'm going to get that, I'm going to get Horizon... Anything else that they can throw at me, I'll be picking that up as well. Because it's it's not just cheap bullshit DLC. They've got some of that. They say, you want skins? That's fine. You don't need them, though. It doesn't make any difference to the outcome of the game at all. It's just, your ship looks a bit pretty. However, you will never see it because you're in the cockpit. So, whatever. But this sort of DLC, 
I'm on board for that. That's good DLC. It's not just, here's an extra bit of the map. Do that for free. Mm. This is when it's like, this is, you can now go on planets. You can get a rover and you can drive about on planets. It's a whole different part of a game. That's what you want to charge people for. That's interesting new like additional content. That's what it is. And that I'm happy to pay for. As long as it's good, obviously. There you go. So if you follow us on Twitter... That's pretty much all our news feed is at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I love Elite Dangerous, what can I say? Um, hi, Pixel Bandits. Oh, yeah, shout out to Pixel Bandits. They're, uh, well, they're my opposite at the moment, so they're the space police and I'm a space pirate shipping slaves all around the galaxy. I'm basically Boba Fett at the moment. I'm a space pimp. You're an idiot. Yeah. Shut up, you don't play Elite Dangerous. I can't. You're not good enough to play Elite Dangerous. I'm so good. You're not. You can barely play Space Engineers and there's no, there's no timing or there's no urgency in that at all. <laughs> to be fair, just to clarify, me and Dan was playing Space Engineers yesterday, and Dan's built a like a warp drive. Well, no, <laughs> there is now a warp drive available. Well, it's called a jump Dan's drive. Dan's built it into a ship. Okay, but I built a ship yeah. for it. Yeah, um, and he let me drive it yesterday, and to test it, we were just going to jump like a small amount, like five thousand kilometers or something like that. Uh, meters, meters yeah. sorry. Um, but I wasn't quite far enough, so just ha- all I had to do was reverse. And, yeah, and, and literally about 40 metres. And somehow, I, I genuinely, I was just reversing, and then somehow I just ended up going forward, and I nearly killed Dan and crashed, and yeah. a lot of bad stuff nearly happened. But it didn't happen. No, it didn't. And I don't think I would have spoken to you along. It took me about four hours to build that piece I, of shit. I said from the beginning I did not want to drive that thing. I needed to see what it looked like. Well, you should have... You know, thought about this. <laughs> well, anyway, that's why I don't trust you on something like Elite Dangerous. Anyway, you'd be a terrible wingman. I'd be amazing. No, you wouldn't. I have some good news, Dan. Well, it's news mm. you already know, but I'm going to tell you again. Um, okay. I, I have rare replay. Hooray! So um, on the 21st of August, we shall start our rare replay videos. Hooray! And we'll have some banjo. We'll have some conquer. Which is a Jet Force sure. Gemini. We got, we got like 30 games to play, Dan. Well, there's only one that I'm interested in. Yeah. Cobra. That's Conker. Oh. <laughs> it's always Conker. Um, there is rumour, though, because um, it is the N64 Conker, yeah. but there is rumour that the, uh, Rare might start adding games by DLC, um, and Conker Live and Reloaded is one of those games. Okay. So if it does happen, I shall purchase it. Well, if you do purchase it, I will live with you for a couple of days hmm. until I can complete Live and Reload it, and then I'll go home. That's fine. But it also means there'll be new servers. Which means Ooh. the multiplayer... Actual online will play, yeah. Work. Interesting. Um, obviously, games we will never, ever see on uh, Rare Replay, GoldenEye, and any other Donkey Kong games. So, yeah. people, just stop asking... <laughs> because, but if you want to play Donkey Kong, go and buy a fucking Wii. Yeah, buy a Wii U. Uh, Donkey Kong yeah. is on there. Um, you got the hmm. the SNES games. You can download them on the virtual store. Donkey Kong 64 is on there now. Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. It's all on there to buy a Wii U. Buy a Wii U anyway. It's really good. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we've got some rare replay uh, videos coming up. We've got some uh, more combat uh, ten videos that we need to do again. Because the last one's fucked up. Yeah, the audio is a bit shit. Yeah, so we should be redoing those. Um, we've got some Rocket League. We have. We've got some more fucking Rocket League to actually fucking record. Because me and Dan spent two days playing Rocket League. And yep. we forgot to film any of it. It was just too much bloody fun. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. It's alright. <laughs> um, but other than that, though, oh, we've got some Unreal. Yeah, there's um, a fantastic uh, free alpha at the moment for Unreal Tournament Online that Callum managed to find mm. and it's it is so good I mean any of the sort of free to play games that you may pull off Steam like a sort of you know sort of generic first person shooter if you can get the original there's like the um, the original Unreal Tournament's on there for about like I don't know what was it like 8 quid or something something like that it, it wasn't too much but it's like a game that's like 15 years old yeah. so Anything more than a, a few pounds, really, is probably a bit too much. Um, but it's the, like the original Unreal. There's the original, uh, the original Quake is on there as well. Um, Quake Online, I think, as well, is also available. Um, but this is basically—it's not like some Half-Life Two 
Marty kind of thing, like GoldenEye is. Like, GoldenEye Source is an excellent game, yeah. and we absolutely adore it. But this has basically just been rebuilt with a new Unreal Engine, yeah. and it looks fucking beautiful. It, looks it is daunting. so fast. All the weapons are there. The sound design is there. Just the crazy mental guns and just alternate fire, and you can just blow people away, and there's rockets, and just... just <laughs> 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 it is really good. We're both it's pretty poor at it, though. Speak for yourself. You are, Dan. <laughs> I battered you up and down that fucking thing. Hey, I killed you loads of times. It was that fucking... Uh, funnily enough, his, game was, his name was Unreal. Unreal, yeah. He was literally... Every time I spawned, he was there. Yeah, he was. He, he got like, like 28 kills to like 4 deaths or something. Yeah. He's, he's been playing it for a long time, but... This is something we're going to keep an eye on as well because there's only one map that's been fully um, rendered and textured and it, it, it looks amazing. Yeah. But there's about a dozen maps or so on there. So you've got the kind of the basic layout but there's no additional textures. Um, so we'll be keeping an eye out for the new updates on the other maps. Um, but this, yeah, it's from Epic Games. If you can find it online, please download it because it is, if you love the sort of the old PC shooters, you know, Quake, Unreal then you will go apeshit for this. Like, we absolutely love yeah, it. it's really, really, really good. Mm. However, Dan, that's it. That's We're it. done. Yes. Happy hunting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we go, I am actually going to end on something this week. Okay. Um, a quote I read on YouTube. Okay, Calm's final thought for the day. Everyone. This isn't my quote. This is a quote I've that's found, good. I've seeked out. And it made me laugh because it's fucking retardo. Sort. Let's go. Right. <laughs> Do you know why it's called an Xbox 360? Because when people see it, they turn 360 degrees and walk away. That's the stupidest thing I've ever <laughs> <Yeah>. heard. <laughs> Ser- what, they didn't do that ironically? I, I, well, it's a YouTube comment. I don't know. It could have been sarcasm. <sighs> but either way... They have won Legend of the Week, Dan. It's back. <laughs> no, that's not Legend of the Week. That's Idiot yeah, that's, of the Week. That's imbecile of the century. <sighs> right, for anyone, for, for whatever reason, who doesn't quite get why that's so wrong, if you turn 360 degrees, you're facing the same way when yeah. you started. <laughs> if you do 180, you're facing the opposite way. 360 is a full rotation. Fucking mongs. Anyway, <laughs> now I've upset you. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, thanks for that. Ha <laughs> <laughs>